Have you guys ever been to or heard of the restaurant Fogo de Chao? Of course. Uh, I don't think so. So Caleb, Fogo de Chao is a Brazilian steakhouse and it's like an all you can eat. They're, they're all over the country. Uh, it is a chain, but it's very nice. You pay like 80 bucks and you go in, there's this huge salad bar, all sorts of stuff. Stay the hell away from that. Uh, you go yeah. to your table and your table has a coaster on it that's red on one side and green on the other. When you flip that thing to green, Every dude with a huge skewer of meat just starts stopping at your table side and offering you every kind of Brazilian steak that you can imagine. Chicken, sausage, bacon-wrapped fillets, everything. Huh. Um, and the bad thing is I figured this out in Las Vegas where excess kind of reigns supreme. And I had to teach myself a very hard lesson on my own bachelor party that you can't go to Fogo to Chow and then go do like a 4 a.m. club night gamble all the way until the sun rises. Hell no. It's not possible. I gave myself the meat sweats so bad on my bachelor (laughs) party that I had to call it a night. Like I couldn't even play blackjack. I was just, you're trying to drink a beer and I'm thinking about pouring it into my ear so it gets into my body, but I don't have to ingest it. It was that bad. You're in a food coma. That's exactly right. And I was going to ask you guys about your food coma stories, if you have any. Well, you almost lost me at salad when you started that story off. So thank you for <laughs> continuing past that because I hate salad. But It's a trick. I- Anytime an all-you-can-eat buffet <laughs> has a salad bar, it's a trick. Uh, I'm already in a food coma myself, it sounds like. But it, trust me, the worst time I've ever been in a food coma. Do you know what hoo-hot is? No. Who hot? Maria, do you know what a who hot is? Spell this. Who hot. Uh, so it's spelled <laughs> H-U-H-O-T. And Never we have them here in Omaha and the Midwest, somewhat of the Midwest. I guess you're Midwest too, Maria. But who hot is a Mongolian grill. It's like a buffet. So think of you get in line, you get your pick of Asian noodles. You can get you can get steak, you can get chicken, you can get pork, you can get shrimp, you get whatever you want. And then you pile up these veggies and they have all these different sauces and then they grill it like hibachi style on a big hot grill. That sounds amazing. It is amazing. It's it's like I don't even know like how they came up with the idea. It was started in Montana and I don't think Montana's known for their Mongolian food, but it's it's phenomenal and I go and it's kind of it's not that expensive. It's like on the weekends, like at dinner time, you're looking at sixteen to eighteen dollars a person, which isn't bad for all you can eat. That's pretty reasonable. And but I am very frugal myself. If you're listening, I am one of the most frugal people you will ever meet. And I I make sure I get my money's worth. And so I've done like the math to it before and I have to like get three bowls to make sure that I get my money's worth. And it's really worth it, especially. You like, should all oh. see Marcus's face right now. This. <laughs> well, because I, I have this place here in where I live called Jung's Mongolian Grill, and it's the same thing. You pay for you pay once, and you can have as many bowls. They say pack a bowl at Jung's, which I've always thought was funny. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, I've I've once in, in my lifetime that I can remember haven't splurged bad enough on the first bowl to actually get a second bowl. I'm always so packed by the time that oh. I leave there after my first bowl. So, And they well, won't let you take anything home. They won't. Uh, my grandpa, it's his favorite place to eat, actually, and he always jokes, and he's like, can I get a box? And it's like, no, <laughs> grandpa, you can't get a box. But yeah, I, I come out of there rolling. I am so, so, so overweight. Like I've gained probably like five pounds after I leave that place, but it's worth it. <laughs> 
It's amazing. It's if you have a Mongolian grill in your town and you've been thinking about going and you haven't, you have to go check it out. It's so good. I don't think we have a oh, Mongolian yeah. grill in the state. I've never seen or heard of one anywhere near me. Well, I mean, it's Indiana. I'd be surprised if you guys had a PF Chang's in the state. We do. <laughs> that we do have. Have you ever been in a food coma then, Maria, if you don't have a Mongolian grill? I have been in a food coma. I was in high school and me and my best friend thought it would be really fun to go lay out by the pool all day and then go get Mexican food. Um, not only Ooh. did we get food comas that day, but we also got sun poisoning. We didn't know that until we went and got Mexican. So on top of being so full that we could not move or breathe, we also felt very ill due to the, the sun poisoning. Um, not a fun day, but they have this burrito at our local Mexican restaurant that's like the size of a human head and it's so full and it's got so much cheese in it it's got like three different types of meat in it and you also get all the good sides the rice the guacamole the pico de gallo like all the good stuff and so you have all of these oh and beans like you just have it all and then of course the chips and salsa right well i'm starving because we haven't eaten all day and i thought i can do this so i get the biggest burrito they have eat it all eat all the sides and then I remember not moving until the following day. Um, so, yes, food this is This is so great <laughs> that you told this story, Maria, because the next time me and one of my friends drink so many beers next to the pool that we can't walk, I'm just going to tell my wife I got poisoned by the sun. That's it. It's the perfect excuse. You're welcome. Listen to stories from the road. This is Unplugged. OTR on the 10-4 Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Unplugged OTR. I am your host, Marcus, and today we are talking about eating healthy OTR. Uh, joining me today, as always, she ate so many blizzards, Dairy Queen followed her on Twitter. What's up, Maria? Um, I did have contact with Dairy Queen on social media, and it made my entire life. They said they support my addiction, and I definitely can go on. Well, I support your addiction as well, Maria, and everybody at Unplugged OTR, I'm sure feels the same. I speak for them always, as you know. Joining us as well, uh, he's got more dietary restrictions than a lactose intolerant diabetic with celiac. What's up, Caleb? Hey, Marcus. My calorie count is up, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing great because my calorie count is also up. Um, I know Good, that man. we're talking about eating healthy OTR um, but I do not really do healthy that much. So I'm just excited about this episode because we get to talk about food. Amen. Um, I'm not one that would call myself a foodie because that word just kind of makes my skin crawl. But I do <laughs> love my time in the kitchen and I really love my time uh, with a fork and knife in hand. Mm-hmm. I second that. Honestly, I'm always eating. I have snacks on my desk right now that are just waiting for me. That's perfect. And you're set up for this episode perfectly. Um, I actually did a little bit of homework, you guys, which is something I never got done on time when I was in school. <laughs> you did homework, nerd. I know. I know right? <laughs> Coming from Caleb, look at you. I know. <laughs> That's a Lifetime Achievement Award type thing, too. I'm going to pin that on the wall the day yeah. Caleb called me a nerd. I went through and picked out a few uh, really healthy and, well... Let's let's go ahead and check that. I picked out the healthiest option and the least healthy option that you can get uh, from some select fast food restaurants because I'm going to blow your guys' heads off your shoulders with these facts. Starting off at the very top of the list, of course, is McDonald's. We have to. They sell like a billion burgers a day. But nothing on the lunch menu will treat you as bad as McDonald's big breakfast platter with hotcakes 
Just in case you guys didn't know, we're packing 1,340 calories, 63 grams of fat, and over 2,000 milligrams of sodium in that one breakfast platter. Did you know that? I had no idea. That sounds ridiculous. I feel like you get... No. You gain weight just looking at that meal. And when I think pancakes and syrup, I don't think salt. No. No, I don't. so much salt in there. I mean, make your own pancakes. Uh, That... You know what Kodiak Cakes is? It's like a protein pancake mix. They're really good. You can't taste the difference between that and regular pancakes. I actually think they're better, and they're better for you. I will tell you this, though. I tried. We tried gluten-free pancakes one time by just by accident. We bought them at the store no. and didn't know. We're like, oh, okay, let's go ahead and do it. Both of us, my wife and I both, violently sick within like hours, and then we went on the website of this place and started looking up reviews, and like two-thirds of people were like, I started crapping like three hours <laughs> afterwards. It was just pandemonium, so we just threw Not that shit out. Not the flapjacks. <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Um, moving on here, Wendy's Pretzel Bacon Pub Triple Cheeseburger. Now that, Say that sounds like something. Right. <laughs> it, that sounds like something that you would find on a calorie count list such as this one. 1,520 calories, bump up above 106 grams of fat and 1,900 Ooh. milligrams of sodium in that one burger. But I will tell you one thing right now. That pretzel bun is to die for, you guys. But talk about a food coma. That sounds absolutely ridiculous. That would land straight like a brick in your stomach. I can't stand soft pretzels, so I'm out what? on that. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Ketchup, I'm sorry. soft pretzels. We need you to reorganize your priorities here, Caleb. You are wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Uh, no, I threw them up when I was a kid, so that's why. Oh, okay. You know what, though? That's pretty fair. I can't do biscuits and gravy for the same reason. Exactly. Yeah, for me, it's Jägermeister. I drank so much of that as a kid. <laughs> um, moving on, we'll get to uh, Chick-fil-A. You guys are never going to believe what is on the menu for Chick-fil-A as the worst thing on their menu. They do fried chicken, and they do it better than most. Is it a salad? It is. It's their Cobb salad with avocado lime ranch dressing. Stop it. 850 calories, 61 grams of fat, 2,200 milligrams of sodium. That salad is probably not that bad for you in some cases, though, because some of those fats are monosaturated, so, you know. Excuse me? You know, 13 grams of them are saturated, Caleb, so. But monosaturated. Avocados are so good for you. Okay, well, what happens if you wrap them in a bottle of ranch dressing and put a lime on top? Maybe not as healthy, but much more delicious. (laughs) I don't eat ranch. I don't like ranch either. I'm sorry. I am about to quit the podcast right now. Caleb Caleb ordered this salad, his salad, he'd be like, can I get the Cobb salad with nothing but the avocado and a slice of lime, please? Just lettuce, avocado, lime. Exactly. Maria, I picked out a special one for you because as we mentioned in the intro, you are quite the Dairy Queen. (laughs) Dairy Queen's worst treat, just so you know, and I want to know if you've had it, is the Royal Rocky Road Trip Blizzard. Um, I have not. I don't know if that's something they have year round. This thing is Rocky Road ice cream, of course, chocolate. And then it has a core of like something. It looked like frosting to me, just like a core of vanilla frosting because they had a cross section on this website, which, by the way, I found this information by going to eat this, not that dot com. If you want to check it out, um, fifteen hundred calories, 70 grams of fat. 770 Ooh. milligrams of sodium, and I, I went ahead and did the carbs on this one because it's a sugar treat. 199 grams of carbs, 151 of which are sugar. Challenge accepted. Wow. <laughs> I'm there. Okay. okay. 
I'm there. Well, if uh, if Maria suddenly drops out of a recording session soon, we'll know that it's because she tried the Rocky Road Trip Blizzard Treat. Uh, next up, best things that you can eat on these restaurants' menus. I got this from goodhousekeeping.com. McDonald's. I love this because it's one of the things I get when I go to McDonald's, just the classic cheeseburger. One patty, one slice of cheese. I skip the onions, ketchup, mustard, and a pickle. Uh, we're only talking 300 calories, 13 grams of fat. Uh, 720 milligrams of sodium doesn't look so good, but I've, that makes I've me never so had thirsty. a McDonald's cheeseburger. What? No way. I, I don't know. know. This is, <laughs> of course I, I'm always shocked. I'm sorry. Why am I shocked anymore, Marcus? I There's still no feel reason it. to be. There's no reason to be. When we, Caleb drives a Camry and he could literally be like, I've never heard of Toyota. And we'd be like, okay, I, I get tracks. it. Yep. <laughs> uh, Chick-fil-A. This one's pretty obvious. Grilled chicken sandwich. It's yeah. it's the the lightest thing you know. Um, it's something that I think everybody could probably cut a few calories out by doing, which is just going for the grilled chicken rather than the fried chicken. Uh, Wendy's actually shows up on the good side of the list with a salad, the apple pecan chicken salad, uh, four hundred and sixty calories. That salad's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Eighteen grams of sugar is a little bit crazy for a salad, but hey, we're at Wendy's. Um, and, and finally, Maria. What you are allowed, if you're watching your calories at Dairy Queen, uh, you can have a kid's cone. That's 160 calories. I will have a kid's Uh, cone. Only four and a half grams of fat. Yep. I'll have three of them and just put them in the same cup. That's fine. (laughs) I'll be right there with you. We can put sprinkles on top. I know it adds a little extra, but why not? For the fun. And speaking of fun, uh, we have what is probably going to be one of the most fun interviews that we've ever done coming up right now. Joining us today on the podcast is Roy Howe. Roy has been driving for H&M for a couple of years, but he has been driving for 35 years across his entire career and has a very special co-pilot that we'll talk about here in a moment. Roy, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you. It's great great to be here. It's an honor. Now, we want to talk to you a little bit about uh, eating healthy OTR, because I understand that you have uh, started some new habits, and, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But tell me this. Do you eat out when you're on the road at all? I did. Now, it's like it's limited to what I can have because of uh, a new diet that I uh, came across about three and a half months ago. So when I do eat out, um, I'll have like two chicken patties, grilled chicken in a frying pan with uh, sauteed in butter or olive oil. And then I'll have like maybe steamed broccoli or something to go, to go along with that. Okay. Now tell me about this new diet that you're on, because I understand it was, uh, it was quite the undertaking for you. Yes, yes, it was. Um, I was feeling extremely uh, tired, low energy. Um, I always have cravings for everything, potato chips, pretzels, ice cream, cakes, donuts, pumpkin muffins, right around this time of year and everything. And I came across about three and a half months ago um, on Sirius XM, a uh, uh, podcast by um, Megan Kelly. And she was interviewing a doctor called Kate Shanahan. And she was talking about the eight bad seed oils. And she goes, the eight bad seed oils are in everything. And they didn't come around until like the 1950s. And they started putting it in all types of food and everything. And she goes, when you start ingesting these eight bad seed oils, it causes depression. It causes you to have cravings for everything. It causes you to be uh, very lazy, no energy, 
uh, it affects your moods and everything. So I really was listening intently on it. And I said, you know something, I'm going to try this. So I looked at all the eight bad seed oils and I looked at my refrigerator in the back of the truck. And I was like, the first thing I pulled out was my hummus. I love hummus. And I looked in the back and said, canola oil. I was like, oh no, I can't have this. I got to throw it out. No. So I threw that out. Not the hummus. Yeah, not the hummus. (laughs) And then I was buying um, dairy-free, organic, plant-based, magnum ice cream bars and i love oh. those yes i took the box out read the read the ingredients like no i gotta throw this <laughs> out again i threw that out well to make a long story longer um <laughs> i ended up when i got done i like that Roy. <laughs> thanks and i had a big garbage bag of all the food in my refrigerator. I was like, no, what do I eat now? <laughs> oh, no. So what do you think the cost was of all that food that you threw out? Like, it just ballpark it for us. About 120 bucks. Wow. Oh. And that's so that's basically your whole mini fridge. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so I was like, what do I eat? So I started getting like, um, I can only have olive oil and um, avocado oil. I can have other oils, like walnut oil, but the only ones that I pick is the avocado and the olive oil. So I went shopping, and I'm starting picking up, and I'm looking at labels and everything, and it's like, okay, I can't have that. Oh, but I can't have that that silk milk, almond milk. So I got the almond milk. There's no bad seed oils in it and everything. And it's just a matter of, like, you know, reading labels and everything. And I got to the point where, you know, but I have no cravings. It eliminated all my cravings, you know, and that's the funny thing about it. I don't know why I don't crave these things. And it's not like I'm forcing myself to not eat these things, you know, like willpower. It has nothing to do with that. I just don't have a desire or a craving to have McDonald's. I don't have a craving or desire to eat Wendy's, Burger King, Subway and I was a big Subway fan too. I would get the okay the the, uh, the foot long sandwich, uh, six scoops of tuna on one side, and the history chicken on the other side. And I would have olive oil, salt, pepper, Parmesan cheese on the bread, and they would toast Ooh. that for about uh, forty five seconds. And then they would put all the meat on. I said, okay, put a little bit of cheese on, sprinkle that, wait for it to melt, and I would have that sandwich. Almost like two a week. <laughs> okay. And I don't have any craving for that. And um, that's incredible, Roy. I mean, yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. I, I think we'll leave the science to the doctors. I don't understand it. But you know what? Something that I always think about is how do you milk an almond? Like, I, do you just sit there just like milking the little almonds? Or tiny I don't teeth. understand the process. <laughs> tiny teeth. Yeah. Tiny teeth. I don't understand. I don't understand that process. I'm getting meet the Fockers flashbacks right now. Yeah. Does an almond have nipples, Caleb? <laughs> well, you can milk anything with nipples, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. Well, you have to help it along. You know, you have to crush the yeah, almond right. into like powder. Yeah. And that's how you melt it. But you mentioned the oils uh, of avocado oil that you can have. But what are oil. a few of the others? Yeah, and olive oil. But what are the few others besides canola oil that you can't have? It's uh, corn oil, canola oil, grapeseed oil, rice bran oil, soybean oil, sunflower oil. 
safflower oil. Those are all the those are like all the bad eight seed oils that you can have. Those are in and everything. Like, exactly. Like literally exactly. everything. Yep. Man, that's and, crazy. And let's talk about my memory here because you, I've already <laughs> forgotten all eight of those, but I do remember avocado and olive oil, which means you don't have to remember all the bad ones. Just remember the ones that you can have, right? Yeah. Exactly. 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 And I was just thinking of like about a month and a half ago, I was thinking, how come I don't crave these things anymore? And my biggest downfall, every time I was home off the road, I would always have to stop at Chili's. And I would always get my two basket of chips, salsa and sour cream. And I would top Ooh. it off at the end with chicken enchilada soup. And I would, That sounds amazing. I, yeah, I loved it. I, I couldn't stop. And I have no craving or desire to stop the chilies anymore. Oh, I, man. It's wow. totally out of my system. What a change. Man, I love chili salsa. The chips are so good. Well, that's what I started thinking about. I gave it much thought. I was like, like, like how, how come I don't have cravings for these anymore? You know? And I got to thinking, all the eight bad seed oils, like you take a product, like um, I'll give you an example, a brownie at 7-Eleven, okay? And you read the instructions, I mean, the, the ingredients on the back, and it'll say some of the eight bad seed oils that are in that brownie. Well, you take those, and you take all the other ingredients and you put them together, combined, it's like a drug to have you hooked into buying that product again. Interesting. So that's what they're doing because I just keep having <laughs> the cravings. I just go ahead and start the cycle over. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, uh, do you remember that one commercial for Lay's potato chips? Yeah, you can't just, you can't, nobody can eat one. Right. But if you look on the back, how many oils are in the potato chips? Probably a lot. Just one, sunflower <laughs> oil, right? Sometimes it's like cotton seed oil, sunflower oh, oil. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, those, those are acting as a drug to keep you hooked. And that's why you can't stop eating them. And you just keep eating and eating. I didn't even know some of these oils existed. Like, you're just saying words that, and the, the word oil <laughs> afterwards, I think, right? <laughs> this is news to me. Yeah. Well, they have been around so since like the 1950s. And a lot of people haven't heard of this uh, this diet that I'm on and everything. So, and I lost uh, 40 pounds. I went from, in July, a size 49 pants, flex pants. And now, just the other day, I'm into a 44, 44 size pants, and they're not e they're loose. They're not even tight. Wow, that's, incredible. that's amazing, man! Congratulations. That's not Thank easy you. to do, and I I know that it. What do they say? Uh, nothing tastes as good as being healthy feels. Are you living that right now? I guess you could say yes, yes, yes. I'm definitely personifying it now. Yes. Man, I, I see, and I this what it really sucks here is the fact that I've been, you know, you and I talked before this interview on the phone, um, just trying to get our schedules worked out. Right. I was kind of hoping you were going to take me on a date to Chili's and feed me the tortilla <laughs> soup and the chips and salsa and everything. I'm gonna have to go by myself now, but I'm gonna listen to this podcast. Marcus, I'll go with you. Don't worry, buddy. Okay, all right, I'll cool. I just in. have to drive to Omaha. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> So, Roy, I actually am kind of on board with this oils thing. I didn't cut out all the oils that you did, but about a year ago, I changed my diet a lot. And I don't use any other oil except for olive oil. I cook in it. I do yep. everything in it. So that's my favorite yep. thing. It's my condiment now. I use it on salads as dressing. 
Um, I use it on bread. I dip bread in it. I use it on pasta instead of butter. Um, it's my exactly. favorite thing ever. And so it's made a huge difference for me as well. And I'm wondering, like, I like drizzle it on, on chicken and all that kind of stuff when I cook. Mm -hmm. What is your yep. favorite meal to make in the cab using olive oil or avocado oil? I I have my, well, I ha sometimes I get the salad and I have this avocado oil um, ranch dressing avocado. It's by Ooh. Primal. It's called Primal. And I know that Walmart carries like Primal salad dressing and they have different different flavors, avocado. They have like ranch and everything. And I'll use that like on salads and everything. Also, Whole Foods has Primal mayonnaise, avocado, uh, garlic mayonnaise. And I use that instead of the other mayonnaise. And I have this concoction that I always make up for myself. It's um, I have a Pyrex bowl and I have brown rice and I pour it into the Pyrex bowl and I'll cover that with water and I have bone broth, chicken bone broth, and I pour that in for the flavor, salt and pepper. I'll put that in, my light, in the microwave for like 35 minutes and the rice comes out and then I mix it all up and everything. And then I take a can of black beans and I stir that in there. Ooh. And then I take a can of spinach and I'll stir that up in there. And then I'll take uh, a, a can of chicken. And it, that's the only ingredient, chicken, water, and salt. I put that in there, salt and pepper, and two cans of uh, tomato sauce. And I'll mix that all up, put it in the microwave for like 45 minutes. And it comes out and I got like a meal for like three to four days. Wow. And I'll just scoop the whatever I need into a Dixie bowl, heat that up in the microwave, and I got a meal. And it fills me up. I've never in my whole life heard of someone microwaving anything that long. That's really impressive, Roy. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve a medal. Where did you find this recipe or did you just like make it up yourself? It's just something I made up myself. I have always been a good chef in regards to mixing things. I've always mixed everything. Mayonnaise and ketchup. Everyone would look at me. Why are you mixing mayonnaise and ketchup? You know, it's like, you ever have like uh, Russian dressing? And they're like, yeah, or fry yeah. sauce. That yeah. yeah, it's so good. It's a great combination. And then I used to get like um, macaroni and cheese from from Walmart, the deli, and mashed potatoes. And I would always have half mashed potatoes. And I would tell them, and ha put a little bit of gravy on the bottom and a little on top in the middle. And then pour um, macaroni and cheese on top of that with gravy on top of that. And it's like gravy. It's like brown gravy. And I would just mix that up. And it's a, the, for some reason, the brown gravy gives accent to the macaroni and cheese and the, ma and the mashed potatoes. Interesting. Oh, my God. I, this sounds amazing. <laughs> Marcus I, is like hands in the air, ready to... <laughs> I think I'm corrupting Marcus. I just... I feel this connection... I feel this connection with you, Roy, because I have these ideas and, and what you've done is you've just run with it. I can never bring myself back when I was in college. The only thing we could have in the dorms was a uh, was a uh, George Foreman grill. We couldn't have anything right. else other than those two hot metal plates. Right. And I had some chili and I had some mac and cheese and I wanted to mix them together and I wanted to press it in the George Foreman and make it into a waffle <laughs> so we go. could have a chili cheese waffle and my roommate wouldn't let me use this George Foreman to do that. Oh, but I feel like you would have sat right there and had a delicacy with me. You would have been all about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You oh, know, my so goodness. You just got to get to the point where you just got to do it. You know? 
Yep. Don't just do try. It. Bring because... me 3,000 milligrams of sodium. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my Absolutely. goodness. But don't ever try anything because trying will set you up for failure. So instead of trying, just do it. Just do it. That's Roy, right, it, Roy. It, it, it seems like you need to be the one to take Marcus on the date to Chili's, not me, because you have this connection with Marcus. It's true. We obviously, we have the same palate. And on top of that, Roy actually gave me some great advice, uh, some great marriage advice that he shared with me the first time we were on the phone. Uh, yeah. So I, I see this as a way to not only expand my culinary uh, experience, but also be a better husband, you know? Yeah. Yes, yes. I think I believe I told you about when you wake up in the morning and before you just before you get out of bed, just look at your mate. Just look at your mate and in your mind say, How can I make him or her happy and happy that they're married to me? And when you start saying those words to uh, your mate and everything, you're not but in your mind you're saying this. You have a whole new perspective on your mate. That's so sweet, Roy. I really like that. It's great advice, and I would like you to pay special attention, Caleb, because I'm going to need to get a headshot of me, have you hang it in your house, and wake up every morning and say, <laughs> how can I be a better podcast host for Marcus this uh-uh, week? My, uh-uh, no <laughs> oh way. Oh, my God. All right, Roy, we would love to know about your co-pilot. you got to tell uh, us about him. Oh, uh, his name is MacGyver, <gasps> and he's a 14-year-old chihuahua. It'll be 15 on February 14th. Oh, Valentine's Day birthday. Yes, yes. And <laughs> I got him from uh, two little kids in Ontario, California, back in 2008. I, I just passed him, and I looked in his eyes. I fell instantly in love with him. Oh. And I kind of I saved his life. I really did. Because I was trying to break the kids down. You remember when we were children and everything, and somebody offered you like fifty dollars, and you thought it was like five hundred? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I was trying to like you know break them down. I said, "How how much you selling the door for?" And they're like a hundred dollars. I was like, "Well, I tell you what, you know, you can see the dog is sick, you know, and it's like, you know, I tell you what, I'll give you fifty dollars." And uh, the kids go, "No, we have to have a hundred." It's like hard bargain. Yeah, I said like, you're, you're you're selling a sick dog. I tell you what, I'll give you seventy five. Now we have to have a hundred. I was like, oh, oh boy, my. this is not going very well. <laughs> so I said, are your mother <laughs> I'm and father? That dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are your mother and father here? It's like no, our uncle is here. I said, go get your uncle. <laughs> so we went and got the uncle, and the uncle came over. I said, are these your kids? He goes, yeah. I said, you know, they're trying to sell a sick dog. And I was just joking at this time. Like I said, I was just trying to break it down. I said, I'll tell you what, I'll give you 75. He goes, nope, I have to have 100. <laughs> Man, they were really adamant. Yeah, they wanted that 100. So. <laughs> so anyway, I gave him the 100. And the next day I brought him to the doctor, to the vet. And the vet said, uh, uh, it's a good thing you got him in here when you did. I said, why? I said, he, we pulled two dead long roundworms out of him. He could have died. Oh, so I feel like God. I saved his life. Yeah, yeah. Well, you and did. How, and how I named him MacGyver, our first trip was Portland, Oregon, right? And I wanted to, like, make the truck real clean. I wanted to wash everything. So I bought him a carrying bag. I put him in the carrying bag. And it had two zippers on top, a solid uh, cover and a see-through cover. And I latched it. I put him on the bed 
And I went into the truck stop for about an hour and a half. And I came out. He's jumping all over the bed. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, how did you get out of that bag? And I said, I know I put you in. I know I zippered it up. And I know I latched it. And he's waggling his tail a mile a minute. And I looked <laughs> at the bag. And the two zippers are pushed back. And it was still latched. He must have butted it with his head to a point where he was able to squeeze out. Oh, my goodness. And I just. That's amazing. Out. Yeah. I just looked at him. I said what are you freaking MacGyver? And he just looked at me <laughs> sideways and his ears perked up and he's been MacGyver ever since. That's so sweet. Well, you're lucky they didn't have a paper clip and a rubber band too. He'd have just driven your truck off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, I was blessed about that. But uh, oh my ever since I named him MacGyver, I said one day I would love for him to meet his namesake. And about three years ago, I go to a lot of conventions in New Jersey, and the conventions are called Chiller Theater, and it's based on the Chiller program with the hand that came out of the ground. And a lot of old TV stars go to these um, conventions twice a year in Persephone, New Jersey. I looked at it, and it said, Richard Dean Anderson, first appearance in New Jersey ever. I told my company, I was like, listen, I want three months in advance. I'm telling you, three months, I want off of this weekend right now, you know. <laughs> and uh, I made up a jacket for him. And on the back of the jacket, has two patches, MacGyver. And I spell it differently than the show. The show, the show spells an M-A-C-G-Y-B-E-R. And I spell an M-A-C-G-U-Y-V-R, MacGyver. Oh. So I went to the convention and with his red jacket on. And I thought, I thought Richard Dean Anderson was going to be a jerk. I was like, please don't be a jerk. Like, destroy my image of him and everything. So, but he was so, so nice. And I went up to his table and I gave my phone to the lady taking pictures. And I walked up to her. I said, MacGyver, meet MacGyver. Well, he fell instantly in love with my dog. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So he was standing on the left of me. And my dog's face was facing to the right. So I said, can I get a picture of you? And he goes, yeah, sure. He goes, wait a minute. What am I doing over here? So he walks around me and comes around to my right side. And my dog's face and MacGyver's face were identically right, right next to each other. Well, anyway, my dog starts licking MacGyver's nose, the real MacGyver's nose. <laughs> not just, not once, but twice. And you got it. it, You got evidence of that, right? Yes, because I thought I was walking away with a picture. So when I got my phone, I was like, oh, my God, I have a seven second video. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. That's awesome. And I'm pretty sure I sent that to you, too. Yes, I have seen that video, and uh, you can find it on YouTube. If you search Mac Kisses MacGyver, the real one, uh, you might run across that video from Roy's Facebook, uh, Roy's YouTube account. There. Hey, and if you follow Unplugged OTR on Facebook or Instagram, you might just be seeing that in the coming days because we'll try to get that posted as well. Oh, that we would be fantastic. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, hey, I mean, thanks for this story. It, tell me, how many miles does MacGyver have under his belt? Right now, 1.5 million miles underneath his collar. Dude, uh, how do you guys feel collar? knowing that it? Yeah, how do you guys feel knowing that a Chihuahua has probably like thrice encircled your driving uh, in your life? You know, 
like that is so crazy. That little dog has that many miles. And I think it's an important distinction to make Roy, because you made it on his, on his, uh, vest safe driving. MacGyver's never had a problem on the road, right? No, no, no. I mean, he fell out of the truck several times with, um, Oh no. uh, Oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 Well, you got to teach him to run somehow, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you enjoy uh, most about riding with MacGyver? He sleeps right in my jacket. He, I, I wish I could send you pictures. You have. I've got them. You've already sent them to me, and it's the most adorable thing I've ever seen. He just hangs out my jacket. He just, you know, when we first started, he always wanted to be up on my lap. And, I, you know, the bag I was telling you about? And I put it down right by my gear shift, and he would come out and try to get up on my lap. I'd get, get back in there. Get back in there. I don't want you to, I don't want you to hurt yourself. Get back. So he crawled back in the bag and about 10 minutes later, he's by my feet again. So I was like, okay, he wants to be up by me. How do I do this? So what I did while I'm driving, I take my left foot, I put it crossways on my right leg and he uses my foot and my sneaker to climb up like a ladder to get on my lap. And then I take him, I put him in my jacket and I feel like ever since I got him, I actually feel like a mother kangaroo because oh. eventually her burrow down on the left of me. And it's like my Joey is on the left hand side in my jacket. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I just uh, went ahead. We can see each other on the cameras here, Roy. And I put that picture uh, up on the uh, camera so Maria could see it. She oh, melted great. into a puddle of goo. Did she uh, really? Maria is now a puddle of goo. <laughs> I love dogs, and I love when when people get to be that close to their dogs. Man, That's really sweet. Amazing. Has MacGyver ever been uh, to the H and M office before? Oh yes, 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 several times. Yep, everybody loves. Does him. he does he get lots of treats? He doesn't really eat the treats. Like I'll give him something too, and he won't eat it right away. But if it's on his bed, eventually he'll start eating it. You know, um, he doesn't really take cookies out of people's hand either. He'll eat it later when he's on his bed by himself, you know, or I'm He there. doesn't have the cravings. He doesn't have the cravings <laughs> exactly like you, it sounds like. Yep. He, yeah, yep. my, yeah, actually, my dog lost weight because of me going on this diet, too. Because I would okay. get, like, you know, grilled chicken and everything at, like, you know, yeah. Wendy's or Burger King. Or I would get, like, uh, before I started it, I would always get um, chicken tenders. And I would eat the bread off of it and just take the chicken, like, you know, feed it to MacGyver. But since I stopped all that, he lost, like, you know, maybe five ounces. Five ounces? Which is a lot for a chihuahua. That's a lot lot for a chihuahua. When you only weigh, like, 42 ounces, right? (laughs) No, he weighs, like, (laughs) 6.6. He weighs 6.6. Oh, he's a little thing. Yeah. And when he was having all the fry stuff, he was up to, like, 7.2. But now that he doesn't eat that stuff anymore... He's down to six point six, but I always always give him a strip of bacon. But I always put it in a napkin to get the oil off, and I give uh-huh. him a piece a strip of bacon once a month. I don't like giving him a lot of bacon and everything. But what a treat. a treat! That's a heck of a treat. Your yeah. dog has a refined palate too. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So I have to ask you this, Roy, since you're slimming down because you've got a better diet now, uh, does he like being, did he like it more riding on your chest or in your jacket like that when you had a little bit more to love or when you slimmed down, did he have a little bit more room to kick around? Well, now he has more room to kick around and he's like slipping out of my jacket. So I got, I got to go for a smaller jacket now. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> I got to go look for like maybe an, an extra large jacket instead of a 2X. But I like a lot of things bulky on me. I don't like to be confined, if that makes sense. You know, I don't like, yeah. you know, I, I like room. So, I, I, I listen, I could sit here and talk about MacGyver all day because, uh, as Marie already said, we're huge dog lovers on this podcast. But I do want to get back a little bit to your diet here. And I want to know, do you ever allow yourself a cheat day? Have you, since you stopped with the bad seed oils, have you had any at all? No, I have no desire. I have no desire to cheat. Like I said, it's like, you know, I was so addicted to soda. You know, and I got to the point where I wanted to stop, but I just couldn't stop myself, you know, so I would, oh, I cut down, I would go into a truck stop and get a large cup, fill the whole thing up with ice, and then I would put soda, so I would guarantee myself I was only getting a half a cup of soda, no matter how large the cup was, it was always half, you know, it always satisfied me, but I couldn't stop that, and then when I did the eight fat seed oil diet, it was like, I don't have... I can go in and get two, three cups of ice and not even have an urge or a desire to put soda in anymore. That's amazing. But I do, like you said, I do have one thing I always do, and I can have vanilla haagen ice cream because it has no eight bad seed oils in it. It has just milk, yeah. cream, and sugar. Ice cream is my yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to have anything, have haagen vanilla. And Roy, you mentioned earlier about like you go to Wendy's or you go to Burger King and get their grilled chicken. I would imagine those places would usually like grill their chicken in like some sort of oil like that's not olive oil. But are there other fast food places that you've learned that have like safe, like safe chicken that you can go get that isn't cooked in those type of oils? No, I used to do um, Burger King and McDonald's and Wendy's before I started the eight bad seed oils. But now that I'm on the eight bad seed oils, I don't do that. I don't have a craving to go into McDonald's, Burger King, or Wendy's. I just don't have the desire to, to go in there anymore. So I did that. I used to eat that, the grilled chicken, before I went on the eight bad seed oils. But now that I'm on it, I don't touch that. But if I do go out to a restaurant, I will ask the, uh, the people. Actually, I always say, I have allergies. Yep. Because if you say, it's like, you know, um, or you can say like you're allergic because if you say something else, they'll say, oh yeah, yeah, we'll cook it that way. And then they'll give you something cooked with, you know, canola oil. You're so right. But if Roy. you say that you, you're, if you have allergies, I'm allergic to certain oils and everything. Can I have it cooked in a frying pan and, uh, which is either sauteed in butter or olive oil. They'll have to do that because, you know, they yeah. they get afraid. It's like, you know, if he has a reaction you know, to this food, they're going to sue me. Yeah. So you're always safe to say that. Right. Nobody's ever swelled up eating the grilled chicken before, but something happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my well, I would normally say when you talk about not having cravings anymore and not even really wanting to go to these places, typically I would say bottle that up and sell it, but you actually kind of, it's the opposite of that. What they do bottle up is the stuff that you don't want to, to put in your body. Um, I want to know if we have you back on the podcast sometime in the future, keep track of this for me, because do you think that if you if you fumbled just once, let's say you had one of those 7-Eleven brownies, do you think those cravings are kicking back in immediately for you, or is that something that took years to, to cause? I think it took years, years or a bit to cause, but I, I really think it's a drug. I really think 
since I'm not taking the drug anymore, I don't have any desire for it. Copy. I really think those eight bad seed oils is like a drug and you get addicted. And like I said, I have no desire. It's not like I'm forcing myself. Like I think I told you before, it's not like it's in my mind and I'm using willpower and it's like, I want it, but I'm fighting with my mind to say, no, don't take it. I just don't have any desire to take it because I'm always by the counter at the truck stop. And when I, we go into the truck stop many, many times. I would have to grab a, a large Snicker bar, you know, the holiday Snicker bars, the Christmas Snicker bars. I would have to grab a four pack of um, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups and everything, you know, oh, I, would yeah. always, I would always have to grab it. But now I can go into the truck stop, look at it and have no desire to, to pick up any of that candy bars or anything. I have no desire. So would I ever go back to it? No. So we've been talking a lot about food with this, Roy, but I know when I made my switch over to olive oil, I also kind of started eliminating some other things as well, like caffeine and things like that. And I know it's really important to stay hydrated on the road. So what is it that you're drinking? Are you just drinking water? Have you changed up what you drink on the road as well? The only thing I drink is I have two 64-ounce cups. And (laughs) uh, since they got rid of all these, 13-inch straws, I ordered, not too long ago, 5,000 13-inch straws. <laughs> so I you have know. a lot of straws, sir. <laughs> I, I didn't know I was getting 5,000. That's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you could build a but raft. I, I know. I can. <laughs> so I have a backpack that I got from H&M, and I have close to like maybe 500 straws in that. And then I have a a bag that you get from a supermarket and that's all packed with the straws. And then I got three boxes underneath my truck in the, uh, in the compartment underneath my, underneath my bed. So I'm never going to run out of straws. How in the world did you end up with 5,000 of them? <laughs> I thought I was only getting a thousand and boom, they mail it to me and it's like 5,000. I was like, did I miss a memo here somewhere? <laughs> Here's my question, Roy. How are you going to explain it to the Smokies if they ever pull you over and start searching your truck? You got to have an excuse for 5,000 straws, right? I never thought of that. (laughs) Just say MacGyver has a problem. No, just tell him my dog's name is MacGyver. Those straws are for him. I'm waiting for him to build something. Just Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted wanted to build a uh, bamboo helicopter that that he built on the show <laughs> and it went over a cliff yeah he he's trying to build a um a helicopter a homemade helicopter <laughs> yeah they might they might stiffen up the fines a little bit if you tell them that i don't know yeah. they might they might just haul you off to an institution somewhere too you never know oh my gosh this is- yeah that is true yeah but i'm taking my dog with me i'm taking my guy with <laughs> that's me. right <laughs> absolutely <laughs> he's gonna get you out he's gonna get yeah me out. he's right, gonna break exactly. you out <laughs> that's funny i like that i had one last question that i wanted to ask you what's your least favorite food my least favorite yeah like oh, won't yeah. even get in the same room with it <laughs> apples i can't stand what apples. i have a thing i've about never that. heard that i i can't apples. stand the way because the thing in my mind with apples or what they look like when they're done and it's all brown and everything. And uh-huh. I, ugh. <laughs> I just, I, I, can't, I can't stand that. 
I thought Caleb's dislikes of food were interesting, but apples is definitely up there with one of the most interesting things I've heard of someone not liking. And I totally get it now that you explain it. That is disgusting when apples are are done. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You see them on the ground. The apples are like, you I don't want Mushy. Yeah. Yeah. Yuck. (laughs) Next time I see you, Roy, you can bring me all your apples and I will have more straws than you can shake a 13-inch straw at for you, okay? (laughs) Okay, yeah, that sounds good. And and I'll be coming out with a book pretty soon, too. I have a writing team that is going to be putting together a children's book, and it's going to be about MacGyver. MacGyver, the traveling traveling chihuahua. Oh, my gosh. (gasps) Oh, Roy, I will be buying it. You'll have to send us a link. Uh, I will do that. Uh, I believe they they sell it on, they're going to advertise it on on eBay, uh, Amazon, and I think they want to try to get it into uh, Barnes & Noble. Oh, that's really neat, That's great. Also an autobiography book out of... uh, I love it. Because I met a lot of stars in my lifetime, a lot of celebrities in my lifetime, and... um, so I want to put that into a book. When are these things coming out? Uh, they're just waiting. I'm just waiting right now on my workers' compensation award to come through. And when that comes through, I'm going to go contact that team, and they're going to put the book together for me. That's oh really incredible. Goodness. I will be reading both. I don't know about you guys, but um, the MacGyver book will be on my desk always. <laughs> I need one signed with a paw print from MacGyver, and then yeah. for the autobiography, I'm going to need a personal note from you, Roy, okay? okay. A promise for a, a date out to eat. Okay. To Chili's for chips to and salsa. Chili's. And I guess Caleb can come. Okay. Aww, thank you. But all, I, all, I, all I'm going to have is probably water, two chicken breasts with salt, pepper, and olive oil. That's the only thing I'm going to eat. Perfect. You and I can have the same meal, Roy. Absolutely. And we will respect you for it, man. Absolutely. I, I just got to say, when those books come out, maybe we got to get you back on this podcast. But uh, thank you so much for your time today, Roy. I mean, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, it was great and uh, to you, even though you hate apples and you're anti-apple <laughs> person, uh, we really enjoyed this time with you. And so uh, we oh, hope you stay safe on the road. And MacGyver, keep racking up those miles. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's right here in my jacket right now. So, well, thank you, guys. I am blown away that Roy doesn't like apples. It's the one thing that, like, I I thought everybody in the world liked. I feel like that's something Caleb Uh would say is, like, I don't like apples. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I actually do like apples, but they have, like, the highest concentrate of fructose possible, so I can't have them anymore. Nerds! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have some interesting food habits, Marcus and Maria. I mean, you probably could tell um, before Roy's interview about me saying I hate ranch and all these other things that Maria would call blasphemy. How do you pronounce that word, Maria? Blasphemy. It's blasphemy that you don't like ranch. Yeah, and in French, it's called, you don't like ketchup? (laughs) Exactly. French. That's French? Oh, my goodness. I guess I know how to speak French. Couldn't have done it better myself. So... I, I'm not picky per se, but I just haven't tried a lot of foods in my life. And so I grew up and until I was about a junior in high school, uh, I actually dated a girl, um, not together anymore, but she made me try a bunch of different foods because until I was 17, I hadn't barely tried anything besides just a few of my essentials. I ate the same thing for school lunch every single day. What was that, Caleb? From seventh grade to the time I was a senior. And I, that I'm was- bet, My money's on porridge. Okay? Peanut butter and unseasoned, jelly. Unseasoned porridge over here. 
Uh, well, first off, Maria, peanut butter is like one of my least favorite foods. It's actually peanut butter is my second least favorite nerve, food. Everyone. And cucumbers is my least favorite food. I would rather eat tree bark than those two things. I hate them so much. But the thing that I brought to <laughs> um, my school lunches every every day for six seven years was a salami sandwich on a hamburger bun with. Colby Jack cheese. Uh, that sounds so weird saying it out loud. A cosmic brownie, a bag of chips, and a banana. That is the lunch of a homeless person. I'm updating my <laughs> resume. Like your entire school career, you ate like you found it. That sounds exactly like you found it. Not, not like somebody made it for you. Like, uh, oh, here's a bun. <laughs> here's a I switched brownie. from the. I don't worry. I switched from the cosmic brownie. And when I was like a sophomore in high school, because I realized cosmic brownies weren't healthy, and Wait so I switched That's to graham switched? crackers. <laughs> That's you the went thing to you graham switched. crackers. You switched from uh, one of the greatest packaged treats of all time to what everybody defaults to eat as a child. I'm I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm kind of embarrassed. Amazed is not amazed does not capture it. I am <laughs> utterly disgusted. Oh, that's a better. You word. should be blown away. I and I think we should play a game. And if you're a driver listening along, guessing did Caleb eat this before he was a junior in high school or did he not? And so I'm going to start off with a really easy one: an orange. Do you think no. I ate oh, that before high maybe. school? Maybe yes. I'm going to no. go with yes. No, I hadn't tried that oh, until I, I was a senior. I have That's your first mistake and your second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Barbecue sauce. I'm not a condiment fan, but barbecue sauce. Oh, this one kind of has me stumped a little because I feel like the condiment section you have very clear opinions on and you have had them other than ranch. Maybe you hadn't had ranch before. Marcus? So, So you think he has had it? I'm, I don't know. I, see, this is one where I feel like he's trying to win me back and make me not quit the show. So I'm going to say yes, he has had it. All right, I'll go with you. Yes. Okay, I didn't have it until I was 19 years old. So Get he should out quit of the here. show. Why do I have to quit? Why? Vote him off. <laughs> Vote it off the island. Bye, Caleb. Nice knowing you. I'm sorry. Have a good time I'm with so your ranch sorry. and barbecue okay, sauce. This one, this one's easy. Chicken nuggets. Did I have that before I was a junior yes. in high school or after? Before. No, I'm back Chicken to nuggets. no. I've 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 lost all faith. You didn't. My friends always joke that I lived off chicken nuggets because I did have that ah, from a young age. Chicken the yes was on my side this time. Okay. the best. And what did you switch to when you realized those weren't healthy for you, like chunks of dirt? <laughs> Grilled chicken. <laughs> oh. <Okay. laughs> All right. I guess that makes sense. What else? I have one here, um, and my friends will just laugh if they hear this. Salad. I'm not convinced you have friends right now with the way that you've been <laughs> no, eating. Nobody looked not. out for you. Hey, Salad? we're friends, Marcus. <laughs> did you? Did you? Yeah, and my mom thinks I'm cool. Yeah. Did you have salad before you were a junior? I have to say yes. Salad is just, it's too broad of a, of a category here. Maria? I'm going to say no. I was actually a sophomore in high school when I f tried my first salad. Um, and Baby's first salad. All my friends, they, they force fed me. They tied me down and put salad in my mouth. When I was at All State Choir, um, my sophomore year. Why did and you? So have they to, force fed what? me. Why are you being yeah. force fed salad? Why didn't you just eat because it? They, because I didn't want salad. It looks gross. It lettuce just is looks disgusting. I I just can't stand <laughs> the look of it. And then I hate the taste of it. It's so watery. Like iceberg lettuce is probably my third or fourth 
least favorite food after cucumbers and peanut butter, of course. I want you all to know that I'm looking at Marcus's face throughout this entire thing, and I've never seen a more confused human. I'm also feeling the confusion. (laughs) Yeah, because I don't know what kind of emotions to have. Like I said, I was utterly disgusted. Now I'm just dumbfounded, and I can't stop picturing the scene from The Office where they make Kevin eat the stalk of broccoli, and he puts it in his mouth (laughs) with the butt in first. Like I feel like that's Caleb with most foods that we just have in our house every day. Yeah, I I mean... So the salad was probably the worst one. Um, my worst experience with trying a food too, because I was tied down literally. And then they wrote a song about me eating salad. And um, yeah, we sang it in choir my junior year. So lovely times. Uh- <laughs> what is your life? Those are some good friends. They, this, is, this does convince me that he had friends because no good friends would not let that happen. Like, you just have to force him to. We've got to see what it does to him. Does his arm fall off? Does he turn red? we got to find out. I have one more, though. I have one more that I want you to guess on um, because I do like soup a lot. But what about chili? Did I have that before I was a junior in high school or not? Yes. With a cinnamon roll. That was what I was going to say. The caveat is that you had it with a cinnamon roll, which is blasphemous once again. But I'm in agreement with Maria here. Yes, you had chili before you were a junior in high school. No. You're telling me you started this weirdo cinnamon roll chili situation as an adult? That's when he ate everything is as an adult. He didn't eat anything other than just protein (laughs) crackers. I swear to God. Caleb was using photosynthesis before he turned 20. He yeah, wasn't eating any real food. He was just taking in yeah. sunlight and breathing. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. But now but now I eat so many different foods that I didn't like have before. So like I never had had a strawberry or a blueberry. Love those. Never had had like Greek food or Hang jelly. On. Check the brakes. A strawberry and a blueberry were two of the things that just showed up on your list of didn't eat before 17. Yeah. Where the fuck did you grow up? <laughs> I I mean Omaha, Nebraska. The, do they have the corn berries? Belt. Do, do they <laughs> have berries? Okay, listen. We will be posting on our social media a list of all the foods Caleb ate in high school. It is only three foods. Don't worry, it's a short oh my list. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, some of those other foods that I didn't have, like Asian food, like any sort of seafood. So you should look what? ashamed. You look ashamed, uh, and you should. That's all I'm gonna say. It sounds like it would have been hard to feed you. Like, what did they? I mean, I really don't know what they fed you other than chicken nuggets at this point. Really, I mean, chicken nuggets, macaroni, and um, your homeless school lunch. Pasta without the sauce, though. I hot, hot <laughs> pasta, sauceless, hot pasta, sauceless, sauceless pasta. Uh, and I didn't try my burger until I was uh, first burger until I was like 13 or 14 because I was always afraid of trying a burger. So what is scary uh, about a hamburger? And you were OK with cold ass salami on a hamburger bun, but you wouldn't put a burger on that. <laughs> no, bun. I'm scared of your school. lunch. I, I feel like we got to we got to get done with this conversation. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. But now I like a lot of foods like I cook. I cook a lot and I cook a lot of healthy meals. Um. I really like spinach now. I eat spinach a lot, like something I would have never tried. And one of my favorite like healthy dishes to make is this thing called lemon pasta. Uh, it's like an olive oil based thing. I never had an olive oil either though. So until <laughs> it was in high school, what but I, olive, what? Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Shut up. Olive oil <laughs> base, Parmesan cheese, Italian seasoning packet, 
a chicken breast, uh, your choice of noodle, I have to use gluten-free, and then frozen peas, and you mix it all together, and it is fantastic with some spinach in there, too, to get my, my greens. I can get on board with that meal. I just can't wait to have your parents on the podcast so we can talk about how they almost beat you loud with the produce drawer trying <laughs> to find you something to eat as a child. Hey, I loved cheese. The, I mean, they got me hooked on cheese and chicken, and that was good, but... Maria, Mark. The two foods that don't go together. (laughs) Shut up. You want chicken and cheese? Yeah, I'd like a chicken and cheese, please. What the hell is that? Macaroni cheese, macaroni cheese, hot dogs, chicken, you know, the good old classics. But, the kiddo food pyramid. I mean, I'm sorry for sounding so upset, but most kids get rid of macaroni and cheese and corn dogs after like six. And you were a junior in high school. Um, I still love them and don't hate on them. Do not hate on those, Marcus. I mean, Marcus, do you cook anything healthy in the kitchen? This was something I had a real problem with, okay? Because the answer is mostly no. I'm big on my red meats. And I feel like if I were to just say, yeah, I, I pan seared a steak or I grilled a steak, even though that's pretty healthy compared to most of the stuff I do because it's a fat slab of red meat, people would think it was not healthy. I will tell you my go-to for healthy is, and this is a little bit generic, but it's awesome, and everybody likes it for a reason, a good grilled chicken Caesar salad with Ooh. some freshly grated Parmesan. That lost me at is, salad. Yeah, I know I did. I actually, I lost you at probably grilled chicken, right? No, you can have no, grilled chicken. It's just, I love grilled chicken. And we okay, know he loves cheese. Don't poach it or braise it. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's two things that you put on this salad that would work. A good romaine lettuce. Sometimes I like to put a little spinach in there. And the Ooh. key, the key to a perfect grilled chicken Caesar salad is fresh cracked black pepper. Oh, I You agree. have to have it. Are you doing the Caesar dressing? Yeah, Caesar dressing. And then the, the, the pepper has to come after the salad has already been mixed through and tossed. You want yep. everything coated in the dressing and then you want the black pepper on top. Delicious. The thing about salads is I don't like the dressings. Like ranch is gross. I've already described that. I think Italian Caesar, like like any sort of dress, they're too zesty for you me. I, I just can't don't do, do it. Zesty. That's the first thing I haven't been surprised. I have not been surprised right there when you called ranch too zesty. I'm sorry. <laughs> Caleb thinks ranch is spicy, and <laughs> as Maria would say, what is the word again, Maria? What is it again? Say it. Slew. Blasphemy. Oh, no. blasphemy. You know, I just had to get slow oh. since it bothered you so much. That was your own. I know. I, I know. <laughs> Maria, do you have any healthy foods that you like to cook or meals? I do. I am a big olive oil fan. Um, much like hey. Roy, I, I like I said, I switched to olive oil a while ago and it's made a huge difference for me. But I like to drizzle olive oil on some tomatoes, some zucchini and squash, and I roast them in the oven. And then I'll toss them with pasta. Sometimes I'll do a chicken as well, some fresh basil. And then that's, you know, a good a good little meal. I'll sometimes toss some fresh mozzarella in there. It's pretty delicious. Ooh, I like mozzarella. I that, like cheese. That does sound good. I'm not huge on all of the vegetables. And, and this is where I could kind of relate to Caleb a little bit. There's, there's a swath of vegetables that I won't eat, especially raw. And there's then some of them that I'll only eat if they've been cooked down a lot. Like onions kind of disagree with me a little bit, but I love the flavor. So we're a big onion powder household. But to have an onion, I have to have it sauteed way down or like in an onion ring, something where it's been heated up, you know. I've never met anybody that an onion agrees with. Isn't that strange? No. Onions are one of the highest concentrates of fructose. So I can't have them, but I do have them and my stomach does not agree with it. 
I'll tell you guys a little story. Uh, when I was the, uh, you know, people liked me in school. I'll just go ahead and tell you that. It's because I didn't uh, run away from oh, the cafeteria crying like I'm Caleb. a popular kid. I'm a popular kid. My <laughs> name's Marcus. Calm ha, down, ha, ha, boys. Gosh. Well, I was the student body president of my high school. We had to come up with a pep assembly uh, uh fun game to play one person from each class so i carameled three apples and a red onion uh. and then we hung them from a string and we made people lay on their backs and we gave senior junior sophomore all an apple and then we gave the freshman an onion and they had to eat it without their hands and this poor kid took like four bites of it and he looked up at me and his eyes were all crying and everything and i was like who's gonna win and he just you kept were a eating bully. it. <laughs> you were just... a bully in high school. Oh, my goodness. Honestly, oh. the only thing I can focus on right now is that you just used caramel as a verb, and I will be doing that for the rest of my life. Yeah, caramel. You yep. caramel them. Or is it caramel them? Oh, get out. fancy Caleb. Yeah, okay, I'll get out. <laughs> That's it. That's enough. We're done with the show. Goodbye, everybody. Happy Unplugged OTR. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Unplugged OTR. Remember to tell us your stories at sayhi.chat forward slash OTR. Again, that's sayhi.chat forward slash OTR. Or find us on the 104 Network social media channels. If you want to hear more about driving jobs at H&M, find them at hmtrucking.com or on Facebook. Tune in next time and keep the shiny side up, drivers. <laughs> <laughs>